I better scoot to that halftime show. See ya! Man, that's gonna be some show. Hi, people, and hello, my Chili Con Carnage crew. It's Chili here for a five-minute review on Dolly Parton's newest album, Rockstar. First thing that struck me with this new album by the iconic country musician Dolly Parton wasn't the fact that it's her first rock and roll album as she puts it, but rather its vast collection of songs. It's 30 tracks on offer and I thought I stumbled across the super deluxe tour edition of the album, but nope, this is the record as it was intended. The album is so long in length that it would be included on my list of longest albums ever made by musicians sitting just ahead of the Smashing Pumpkins autumn record with a runtime of 2 hours and 21 minutes and was extremely daunting for me as I've just never heard any of her albums in full and here I am jumping in with both feet not only on such a lengthy record but also one that is not to her signature style. If you saw my Chris Stapleton review, then you would know I'm not a huge country musician fan, but his music made me want to get into that genre more. But alas, this record is not a great starting point for her, as any fan would surely point out. Also, to quickly point out here, but Chris Stapleton does appear on this album on the cover of Bob Seger's Night Moves. With a career spanning over six decades, and this album being her 49th record to date, it is vastly impressive that not only is she still putting out new music, but she is trying out new things by trying out this new style of music. While there is a lot of tunes on offer, I must point out that of the 30 songs on the record, 9 are original compositions to the best of my knowledge. The rest of the covers. I'm not bringing this to light as a negative, cover albums can be good after all. Just look to Metallica's Garage Inc for proof. But the major difference between this effort and of course Garage Inc is that this is more of a testament to Dolly Parton and her legacy as well because the majority of covers feature the original musicians on their tracks. I don't think I've heard anything like this being done on this scale. On paper, it sounds intriguing, but also on the other hand, there are a few glaring issues that I have noticed. The first is the revolving door of guest musicians, mostly singers, which could easily see Dolly playing second fiddle on her own album, or becoming dangerously diluted. I can say this doesn't appear to be the case, as Dolly is kept up front and centre as she should be for her own record, and even with guests on offer, it never feels like she is overshadowed, as her voice is still recognisable throughout its runtime. As for the plethora of musicians, well, again, refer to my previous point. While the list of talent on here is vast and long, it's more like a band plays music around Dolly, who is the central driving force of the record. And this is how it should be for such an icon. I think they got this part right when it came to the record. What they got wrong was the plethora of music, which is quite simply way too much to consume, and it becomes an overambitious foray into this new territory. And as each cover plays out, this becomes more and more abundant. And you really have to wonder as well, with this aging musician, how much editing was used on her voice? Because it sounds way too crystal clear for what it is that she is singing. So what about the covers themselves? Well, I suppose we should mention the good covers. I like the version of Purple Rain, despite the fact that it doesn't contain the original intensity found on Prince's version. However, I wasn't expecting that level from her. I also liked Freebird, however, considering that that song is half an instrumental version and some of the members of the existing Lennon Skinner band are performing on this song after decades of practicing it, I'm not surprised to be enjoying this one. Yeah. 
However, Dolly's vocals are very decent during that tune. Also, Heartbreaker was a good version of the original, assisted by original vocalist Pat Benatar. So, which are the bad covers? Hey! No stairway! This is one of the most overplayed songs in history, but also one of the most endearing tunes that is timeless. But Dolly's vocals are straining to hit those high notes that Robert Palmer delivered all those years ago. In all fairness though, Robert struggles singing this song in this day and age too, but I don't know why Dolly had to choose such a difficult tune to cover. Also, the inclusion of Lizzo is so minimal I can barely hear her on any of this effort. Another odd piece is the Rolling Stones song I Can't Get No Satisfaction, a song about pent up youth who are sexually frustrated, so I really don't want to hear a 78 year old country rock musician singing this song, and given the many choices of tunes by the Rolling Stones, I'd say that she could have covered anything else, but I just can't fathom why she chose this one. Also a minor complaint, but We Will Rock You goes before We Are The Champions, but considering that they only did a very short variation at the end of this song, I can understand why they put it there. One of the worst songs on here is the track Bygones, which is an original composition but sounds so simple with its 4-4 drumming pattern and casual guitar riff that it does stand out as one of those tunes written to fit a genre by young musicians, which almost sound like it was their first time really doing this kind of thing. Not even the inclusion of Rob Halford, John Five, or Nikki Six can drag this song out of the mud, and yes, they all appear on this tune. It's just so I can't really sit here and shit on the songs that were chosen, or how they were recorded by Dolly because they were never really meant to be reworked to her style. Instead, Dolly is twisting her sound to fit these tunes and is cleverly adding various musicians to her array to mask her downfalls in the field. And it's a necessity considering that she is out of her depth on this record. But you know what? Good on her for trying something so different so late in her career. It's still an interesting collection of songs, and they are passable covers for most of the part in the end. Overall, I will give this album a score of 5 million chilies on the spicy scale, with my favourite tracks being Purple Rain and Freebird. Main issue with this album is it never aspires to be unique, when in the end it is merely reproducing carbon copies of the original songs just with Dolly Parton singing. This is anchored mostly by the fact that a lot of the original musicians are performing alongside her, and although on paper it sounds interesting, we have to remember that all of these musicians themselves are growing old and can no longer perform these hits the way that we remember them. This is compounded by the sheer volume of songs on offer and the heavy rotation of musicians used on the record that, while not being a bad sounding effort, is still a long-winded vanity project to amass to the legends for one last hurrah. Not a bad effort, but certainly not a great one. If you've enjoyed this content, make sure to smash that like button, subscribe to us and stay notified for future music related content because it keeps our manager happy at the end of the day. We are also on Discord, Instagram, Facebook and all those other social platforms if you want to check us out. As always people, you have a great day and stay spicy.